Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Airport Road Podcast. Look it's, who's uh, back. Yeah. Are you posting that video of you by yourself on there? Yeah, it'll go yeah. up oh. tomorrow. So we might have two ep- two Airport Road Podcasts this week. I don't know how I feel That's about a that. Record. You really gonna do that to me? How does that affect you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. The I'm other kidding. one, I almost just changed the name from Airport Road Podcast to the AJ Podcast. The AJ Alonis Show. Yeah, I'd rival rival the Pat McAfee Show, man. I could be as big as him. Phase me out. I'm trying, dude. Did you I'm get whipped whip cream? This is a salted caramel. Can I try it? It's not good. You'll love it. I will. It's not good for me because it's a salted caramel, cold foam, cold brew. Do you taste any salt or any caramel? Ew. <laughs> I could hear all of that. I could hear that <laughs> go Sorry. down your throat. <laughs> Do you taste any salt? Do you taste any caramel? Because I don't. So I'm not happy about it. <laughs> um, That's actually not bad. I, I, no. I knew you'd like it because it's strong. It's too strong for me. My coffee, mm. if it's too strong like that, it gives me a headache. Mm. I, have a, I have a caffeine intolerance, except for when it comes to Red Bulls. Yeah. We're talking about that, man. I'm legitimately addicted to Red Bulls. Yeah. Not even a joke. Red Bulls alone have helped, have made me gain so much weight over the last year. It's 240 a, a can. How many do you think you've induced? The most you've induced in one day. I'm, I do had probably my record this weekend. So I went to Smith's. I uh-huh. had to get some food. Went to the grocery store. I got some food to uh-huh. make some dinner. Um, it was, you know, one of them was like three twenty nine, or you can get three for seven dollars. Okay. Obviously, I'm gonna do three, right? Mm-hmm. I'm my my yeah, brain wired Why economically like that. So yeah. I bought three, drank two right off the rip, put one away, <laughs> yeah. and then my dad shows up randomly. He calls me. He's like, "Hey, come outside." He had he had two Red Bulls for me. Oh, really? That's nice. He'll do that. It's cool, but contributing no. to my. Death. Not when you're trying. Not when you're trying to wean off. Yeah, so I was doing yard work that day. I was. I bought a trampoline this weekend. I was putting that together. That was a pain in the butt. Um, drank those two, or drank one of them. Then, like at six o'clock that night, I was dying. Drank another one, and then I stayed up that night to do some editing. Drank another one. I drank five in one day. That's over. I mean, if you're talking about weight, it's over about twelve hundred calories. Justin, Justin drinks, Justin and it's it's like all yeah. sugar. It's all nothing, nothing remotely good for me. Yeah, see, I've always I've I've always been really good about um, not drinking sugary drinks. I used to be really big in Mountain Dew, like Mountain Dew and playing video games used to be my thing, um, <clears throat> but not anymore. I always just drink soda water, coffee. Uh, English tea that's basically it alcohol I would say is where it gets me see alcohol does contain a bunch of sugar yeah those are you just know I just be too. freaking throwing it down dude okay <laughs> what would what did we used to call you Cade Master Flex yeah definitely Cade throws it down um I know it sucks like I try hard not to I've, I've tried to this sounds hilarious I've tried to stop drinking Red Bulls multiple times. Yesterday, I told Cade this story. I legitimately went to a gas station because I needed gas. 
and I was just dying. And I needed a Red Bull. I was like, I just need to go in and get two of them because it's always two for five. Like I said, some places it's three for seven. Mm-hmm. It's a good deal. But it's always two for five. So I have to buy two because, like I said, my brain is wired economically like that. But anyway, mm-hmm. I, I was pumping gas, and I was like literally fighting an urge to go buy a Red Bull. So I was like, you know what? No, you don't need it. You're a fat piece of shit. You don't need it. That's what I have to <laughs> tell myself. Um, oh, my so God. I, I finished pumping my gas, got in my car, and drove off, drove to the other side of the gas station, just parked and ran inside and grabbed I grabbed one. It was 323 or something like that for just one. So you can understand why I buy two, right? Yeah, yeah. That's how um, we get you, dude. That's probably why so many people are overweight and obese here in America with – Stuff like that, right? Yeah. Remember that documentary, Super Size Me? Never watched it. Okay. I remember back in the day, everybody was like, oh, I watched that documentary and I can't eat McDonald's anymore. And I love McDonald's. I love McDonald's, I, too. I, I didn't want to. I didn't think that at all. I still ate McDonald's after I kind of get grossed out when I eat McDonald's now these days. Like, some of the fast food places, I can't. I just can't do. McDonald's, Taco Bell, whatever. You can't do Taco Bell? It grosses me out. Well, I have celiac, so I'm not, spe- I'm not supposed to eat gluten. Um, anything like lactose really like mm-hmm. affects me pretty heavy. Um, I don't follow it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you see all that cream right there. Is that got gluten in it? Probably, gl- probably, but that's 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 lactose right there. Oh wait, you have you're lactose intolerant. Part of it is part of it of of celiac. Watch, let me tell you everything the celiac covers because I don't yeah. even comprehend it because because all I thought I thought you just can't eat. eat couldn't eat bread no so um i mean it's obviously so celiac essentially is um your immune system it responds by damaging the small intestine and there's like a lot of different factors mm. right obviously the main one is gluten um but there's there's other stuff i remember my doctor was telling me about this i'm looking it up some people are probably going to think I'm full of shit. My doctor told me this. It's like gluten, lactose, and I definitely noticed a difference. I wouldn't say I'm lactose intolerant because I, I eat cheese, yogurt, all that good stuff anyway. Yeah. Um, but you know what sucks is my son, he, it's weird. If he ever drinks just like plain milk by itself, he breaks out in a horrible rash, like, like little hives kind of bumps all around like his stomach, and he has them now. On his stomach and his like leg, so someone, someone gave know. him milk. Hmm? Someone gave him milk, probably. And you knew this from the beginning, like when he was the first. No, no, no. The first time, because when they're up until a year old, they can't. They they only drink um, formula or or. <coughs> Bless oh, you. Yeah, sorry. Th- thank you. They only do formula, or they only do um, obviously. Milk from the teat, right? Yes. Titty milk. Titty milk, yes. Um, so once it was, a, like, he was of age, like, as soon as we could give him, like, food, baby food, we were doing that. Mm-hmm. But they always say wait a year until you give him, like, regular milk just because it'll mess with their stomach. So we had a year the first time we ever gave him milk. Immediately, like I said, his hives will pop up like that. And it wasn't good. So he drinks, like, soy milk, oat milk, occasionally almond milk. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the good stuff. I hate that kind of stuff. Do you, are you a fan of almond milk? I do. I do like almond milk. I can drink any milk. 
Uh, when I was dieting pretty hard, it's all I drank was almond milk. I can do almond milk. I can't do cereal with like, I need regular real milk with cereal. Yeah. See, I've never been a uh, big cereal either. Oh, I love cereal. I, I could eat cereal probably every day. Mm. But you said growing up, you only had like, you didn't have like Fruit Loops and Cinnamon Toast Crunch in your house, right? You said you had like the healthy stuff. <laughs> yeah. So uh, growing up, we only ate really, um, it was all very pretty restricted. Like, sorry, is that bothering um, you? No. Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, we only ate like, I mean, if we did have cereal, it was like Special K, the dried strawberries. So the stuff with like the fiber? I think so. Yeah. Special K. That's like the stuff they advertise to old people for their heart conditions. That's what we ate. That's it? Not you like know? in the household. Like we also obviously ate other things. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In terms yeah, of cereal, obviously. like once in a blue moon, because my dad, um, so my mom, she kind of made this, like this was the initiative for the household, was to eat healthy. Your right? mom's in healthcare. So yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So growing up, you know, Oh, dude, I love you, mom, but she was the worst fucking cook in the world, dude. <laughs> like, she would try to make these healthy meals. Uh, I remember one time she made, like, these stuffed bell peppers with, like, more vegetables and cheese and, like, like uh, some kind she of... stuffed the bell pepper with more vegetables? Yeah, and, and <laughs> vegan meat. And, oh, fuck. Like tofu? Or what's vegan meat? I guess Maybe I'm not really Maybe trying. not vegan meat. Maybe I think it was probably, like, turkey like ground turkey. Like ground turkey. I yeah. like ground turkey. I do too, but at the time, <laughs> you know, it was brutal. So my dad was always like a very, very big into like eating like really good food, right? Yeah. Going out, <clears> trying <throat> new things. Yeah. So he's a really big p- peanut butter guy, which I'm a really big peanut butter guy too nowadays. But he would sometimes sneak us some peanut butter <laughs> Captain Crunch. <laughs> oh, he'd dude. have to sneak it to you? Not like sneak but it yeah, to me, yeah. but like he'd be like, hey, I got some. <laughs> And that you box would be stuff. gone in like a day or two. That was hilarious. And then when I'd go and spend the nights in my friend's house, dude, they would just have all the fucking good stuff, right? And we actually only drank 2% milk at my household. So when everybody else had whole milk. So when I drank whole milk, I got sick. And then here's another thing too, is my buddy was cooking <laughs> eggs. And, uh, you know, we ate eggs. Eggs are good for you. Can you just do egg whites? My mom, my mom only ate egg whites. Mm-hmm. She thought the yolk was terrible for you, for your cholesterol. But uh, <clears throat> we still ate the yolk. Anyway, uh, some of my buddies are making, they're like, hey, I'm going to make some eggs. You want some? I was like, yeah. They're like in middle school, maybe elementary school at the time. He uses bacon grease. And, dude, they were so good. <laughs> I threw, was sick for days. Really? I swear to God, dude. Your body just reacted. I mean, that's how yeah. it is. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, my body is used to stuff like that. Like, like greasy food. Like, my I need that shit sometimes, dude. It's hard. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I, I I have no, um, what is it, self-control, no restraint when it comes to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm hungry, I like to just be able to eat, to stop and get something. Yeah. Like, I'll have times where I'll pack a lunch. Yeah, and I'll still go. We'll still go pick up something. We'll still go eat. You know, mm. yeah, we I'm, do it all the time. I, uh, you and I. This is something we've always kind of had in common. We're big eaters. Not like we just eat a shit ton of food, but we do like to try like new stuff. Like we had one semester in college, best semester of my life. I think I failed every class that semester, but it was the best semester of my life because we had like two or three classes together, 
we had, yeah, back, we had two back classes, to back back to back with like an hour break in between yeah right or an hour and a half or whatever so we would always just try new new restaurants we'd never been to mm-hmm. it was awesome yeah it was a great time and uh, i mean honestly you kind of fall into bad habit now too we like, yeah now yeah. exactly because we're in yeah. a we're in a epicenter of like cool restaurants right here yeah epicenter like we went there. to red robin the other day horrible experience. horrible experience yeah um, <laughs> but no, we, yeah, I mean, that's, I like to do stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I could bring my food every day if I wanted to, I could, mm-hmm. it's just not, it doesn't fulfill me, which that part of me is like, like I want to be happy and <laughs> enjoy myself. You like the experience of getting out too. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, not really. I don't like to be out that much if I'm being mm-hmm. honest with you. Um, I just, I just like food. You know what I mean? I like, I like good food and not saying like um, the food I pack isn't good. Yeah. But at the same time, like, <clears throat> I think, I don't know what it is. I, I understand what you're saying. Like I said, I, d- I don't like to restrict myself. And that's yeah. one of my problems I have with celiac. Like, d- dude, gluten is in everything. Did mm. you know, like, I, I've, you probably know because I've told you, but gluten is in, like, they have, um, your deodorant has gluten, um, like, body washes, shampoos. And, like, there's certain stuff. I've never noticed it with, like, shampoos or body wash. Mm-hmm. I, I take that back. Shampoos, I've noticed it a couple times because my head will just be, like, super sensitive. Yeah. But deodorants, man, like, they'll, like, literally burn my skin. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so I don't like I don't like when I go to the store and I'm, like, trying to, like, be like, oh, what, what doesn't have gluten? You know, I'm looking at labels. I'll yeah. Never, I'm never going to be that kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I try to like eat stuff that I know that I don't think has gluten. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always happen. I mean, I still eat bread way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but like gluten-free stuff is expensive, and it's it's usually higher in fats, so it's not that good for you. Yeah. But if you ever go to like a restaurant and you you know they have gluten-free bread or gluten-free pizzas, it's usually like two to four dollars more. Yeah. On top of it, which is stupid. Yeah, you're screwed. I, I saw um, this person on TikTok, this this girl who posted that she moved to, I think it was Sweden with her husband, and like her, she was making a series on TikTok about like stuff that, like culture shocks or whatever from moving from the US to Sweden, and one of them was that she went to the doctors, and she has celiac, and they gave her a voucher. Mm-hmm. They, give you, they give people with celiac a monthly voucher to use on groceries. Huh. It's pretty cool, huh? That is Could cool. you ever imagine something like that happening here? Ever? No. Never. People would be like, these damn people are getting these handouts. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah. true. It's it's ridiculous. Like I you know, I, I when I do eat gluten <laughs> <laughs> You son of a bitch. We're just gonna go because I think it's still recording on here, right? Yeah. So for people who are wondering what just happened, we have a Backup camera right here, Cade. Um, he's had this issue probably about five times, <laughs> and yeah. he promised me today that it was fixed. About your storage, but you know, here's the thing: I I kind of think storage on iPhones is kind of fraudulent. I think it's manufactured. I don't think it's legit. Yeah, because I mean, like, I mean, this phone has unlimited space, right? Well, like, I think so. I was getting super stressed, like probably a month ago because we were trying to film. We use our phones to film. It's whatever. But I was trying to film and I was full on storage. 
So I deleted like five apps, deleted like a shit ton of messages, mm. deleted like a bunch of pictures, videos. I cleared up like 10 gig. And then I go back like the next two days and it's just full again. Yeah. I'm like, what? There's no possible way. And so I like had to offload some apps. I had to use Google Photos to like keep all my photos on on the cloud, which I, I don't really like. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, I don't have celiac like super super bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it can mess me up pretty bad. Like I, I just feel like lethargic, and my stomach will bother me and whatnot. Um, and I'll just put me in bad mood. Some people have it like really really bad to the point where they can't they can't do stuff, which sucks because if you're not um, I mean, if you're already kind of hurting for money and you have something like that, kind of, kind of fucked, you know. Odds, odds are against you. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, dude, that sucks. I don't have any of that. Well, you know what? Me and you need to start getting B12 shots. What is that? I've heard of that. They're like twelve dollars. They increase your energy levels, like naturally. Brian was telling me about like it caffeine? the other day. Are they safe? Are they yeah, healthy? They're safe. Twenty-five bucks a How shot. Do you get uh, you go to this place. He said he'd send me the link. But I know me and you do have that situation. We're always feeling like super tired all the time. Always. I could drink a whole pot of coffee in a day and take a nap. Here's the thing. I think when people like you, when you drink coffee that often, mm. I think it no longer has an effect on you. Like you get a tolerance for it. How much you drink coffee or how often you drink coffee, there's no way it does anything for you right now. So I, I don't think so. You saying I'm an addict? Would, are you saying you're an addict? Fuck. Is this an intervention? <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. I'm not doing a good job because I'm drinking coffee with you. I know, man. You need to find solidarity. Um, I haven't <clears> drank alcohol. Today is my... It's been a week. It was a week on Monday because I did have a cocktail on Sunday. So today it's been a week and a day. So that's... hey. Good for you. Thanks. So, what do you, what do you, what are your plans? Are you like stopping drinking at Obviously all? Obviously not, because I'm going to yeah. the Dominican. I'm going to get wicked, not like crazy, but I'm going to have drinks. Obviously, like because Bacardi, it's included. Yeah, it's all included. It's all inclusive. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, um, get your money's worth. But um, you'll make your money back at that bar. That's how. That's how those things work. Yeah. You know? But I mean, uh, I mean, I feel good. I mean, more of it was just take a break because, like I said, I was getting crazy on the weekend. So, I think mentally, health wise too, I feel a lot better. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mentally, mentally, I feel sharper. Nice. Because usually on the uh, on the weekends I would drink, and then on Mondays were so brutal. <laughs> Not because well, I was hungover, because I was like exhausted. Yeah. Well, we both had it. We had a. Uh, couple string of weekends because it was um, april was a very eventful month yeah april was wild man right because <laughs> it was my fiance's birthday we went out to sawmill um which is a cool place here in albuquerque bars everywhere we both got mm. pretty um twisted drunk, wicked is that the word you used earlier yeah. yeah and then the week after was my birthday so we did something for that obviously of course yeah and then that was pretty much it. That was it. That was yeah. the last weekend. I oh, know yeah. no, we went golfing too. That was the weekend of. No, I'm talking about because we went to. You're talking about the because your birthday was when Wednesday. My or birthday Tuesday? was on a Monday, but we went on a Sunday. We went to Hollow Spirits. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then we had a golfing trip that weekend after as well. On like oh, the okay. So yeah, so we had your fiance, mm-hmm. the, 
Then we went to uh, that's when we went to Rio Bravo and stuff. Yeah. And then we went golfing. That's three weekends where I was just <laughs> like pretty bad. Yeah. 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 You had me taking shots when we were golfing, and I don't take shots. Yeah. And uh, we didn't finish. Did we? Oh no, we finished all eighteen holes. Finished yeah, all eighteen. We, we went from like eleven o'clock to the, like sun was coming down. I mean, it, we were there all day in the hot sun. I wasn't drinking any water. I don't know if you were. Um, no, I had two hot dogs. You didn't eat anything that yeah. day. I had to leave. Thank God. Um, I'm I'm like stu- super want to play golf a lot more now though. We yeah. got a Top Golf here in Albuquerque finally, which is awesome. Mm. Haven't been, have you? It's no. like hard to get Cindy's into. Cindy's been like five times already. What? Yeah. Got the hookup. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I want to go. I, I it's exp- that's expensive too, and there it's another place you kind of have to drink. But yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I've never been kind of person where like I ever feel the need to like have to drink a bunch. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Again, like you said, there were there was occasions. Yeah, I mean, me either. I mean, <clears throat> when we've had, I mean, sometimes we've drank in during the week, like mm-hmm. after work, to get a beer, something, mm-hmm. because we just need like it's been stressful and stuff like that, which I don't see an issue with. I think. You know, if you were talking to Emma and I on the Mental Debrief ca- podcast, we'd say that's a form of escapism, right? Yeah. Which it totally is. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, these last weekends were hard, though, uh, because there was just always something going on. And there always is, it seems like. And the week after that, we had the NFL draft. You kind of bowed out on that, which was okay. We went golfing. Me and me, and, we were supposed to go golfing with my dad. Oh yeah, Thursday um, we were supposed to get wicked too. Yeah, which we didn't. Yeah, I was abstinent all week. Yep. And uh, yeah, I was so grumpy. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a good thing. I'm happy for you. You know, like not that not that you've ever been like. Uh, uh, an alcoholic, crippling alcoholic. Yeah, exactly. Like it's never like affected. Shaking in the morning, having yeah, to take exactly. a shot. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I I know. It's just like it's still. I, I mean, with being our age and with stuff going on all the time, it's so hard. And where we're at too, or where we work, like one of the places we work is just too easy to drink over there. Yeah. Like some people there, we're okay. We you know we don't have issues. We're I think we're level headed enough where it's not a problem. But some people there, that's all they do is they get drunk the entire day. Like the they entire have shift. to. They have to. Yeah. All right. They drink throughout the shift. As soon as the shift's over, more drinking. More drinking. There's a bar <laughs> down the street that everybody goes to. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I've done these before. This is not the first time I've done this. But, uh, uh, okay. regardless, we'll see how long it lasts. Um, that's why, yeah, this weekend, man, I just stayed home just in my own element. Relaxed. Yeah. Drink. No worries. No worries, dude. Well, let me, let me go ahead and talk about something that should worry you, kid. Um, uh, our, our, we kind of talked about this a little bit. Um, so the rocket debris from the Chinese space station launch. Um, you heard about it? Yes. Are no. you scared? Of, no. Okay. So for who, those who don't know, so China launched a rocket, um, the Long March 5B rocket. Um, they launched it. I don't know exactly when what day it was launched. Um, April 29th, it looks like. Anyways, so the rocket took off and took something else, I guess, into the atmosphere. The debris that was supposed to kind of come back down didn't got pulled into the orbit. It's orbiting the Earth right now, and it's supposed to make a re-entry back into Earth's atmosphere. 
um, but nobody knows when or where the debris will hit our planet. Um, apparently, it's the rocket is unpredictably falling back to the Earth. And again, this will be one of the largest instances of uncontrolled reentry of a spacecraft and could potentially land on an inhabited area. Ooh, yee. So, how do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel all right. I mean, that's pretty that's pretty scary to me in, in all honesty. Like, I used to have a, um, when I was younger, I used to have a, uh, like a phobia, not a phobia. I used to be pretty afraid of um, like natural disasters. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever told you this before. Yeah, me too, man. You too? Yeah. Oh, I was always convinced anytime I went to like Florida or California, mm. my family used to go to California every weekend. Y- yeah. The tsunami was going to just take take me out see uh i got caught in a tropical storm flying into florida one time that was i thought i thought we were done do you think it was a tsunami no see like it was it was crazy it was yeah that was scary the ones that like terrified me were the ones that had like very low chance of happening like a tsunami like the um, most catastrophic (laughs) event possible yeah yeah Yeah. like like the movie um the day after tomorrow do you remember that Traumatizing. Oh yeah, like yeah. I just Jake Gyllenhaal. Is he in that? Yes, he's the main hmm. guy. And Dennis I just Quaid. pictured myself being in the airplane, taking off, and then just looking back at the water, just engulfing the state of California. <laughs> um, meteors. I remember I went. There's okay. a meteor site somewhere up here in yeah. like New Mexico or Arizona that I went to. So that was my big fear. Is meteors. I thought a massive meteor about the size of Earth was going to collide into us one day. Yeah. And uh, the 2012. Um, the Mayan, the Mayan calendar. calendar yeah. What else was there? There was another one too, wasn't there? I don't know. That was a huge one, the Mayan calendar. I thought that was gonna happen. I remember betting my and the 2012 wasn't even that long ago. I was, I let's see, I probably made, I made a bet with my cousin probably 2011, so it's 10 years ago. So I was still 15, mm-hmm. way too old to be doing stuff like this. I bet my cousin a million dollars that the world was gonna end on whenever whatever day it was supposed to end. Were you scared? I thought it was going to happen, man. Did you ever see the movie 2012 with uh, Nicholas Cage? No. Um, yes. The guy that looks like him, no. Oh, John Cusack. Cusack, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I get those two mixed up. Um, I thought that, again, another instance. I was like, man, this stuff is going to happen. What am I going to do? How am I going to get out of this? I used to be scared of stuff like that. The meteors in particular, though, that one really freaked me out. Um, any, like, natural dis- disaster, I always latched onto for whatever reason. It's a good thing I wasn't, like, able to comprehend stuff for Y2K. I would have probably been yeah. losing it. Yeah, no. I mean, I asked my parents about Y2K. They said they didn't read too much into it. But, um, yeah, 2012, I was I was fearing for my life, dude. Not because, what was I, a junior? We were too, both too old to probably be worrying about this stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, this, this you know, this rocket, to get back to this Chinese race, space rocket, it really kind of freaks me out because I'm looking at it, I'm just kind of reading a little more about it so I don't sound stupid. Mm-hmm. But it's saying the high speed of the rocket body means that it orbits Earth roughly every 90 minutes. And so just a change of a few minutes in reentry time results in reentry point thousands of kilometers away. So, I mean, do you do that? I mean, hopefully, you know, there's 70% water on this Earth or something like that, right? Yeah. Hopefully, it just lands in the. Even then, it's kind of like... It's going to cause some kind of, like, tsunami. If it does, if it lands... Shoot, what if it lands next to the Dominican Republic when you're there? Takes out that entire... Is it an island? Yeah. Takes out that entire island. 
Just grab a surfboard, dude. Catch a wave. <laughs> some point break. <laughs> Get your wave to the Some States. point break stuff. Yeah. Or some James Bond stuff. Do you remember that old uh, James Bond movie where he's like surfing and it just looks so fake? Mm-mm. Oh, I'll have to show you one day. No, this is something crazy, and, th- and there's nothing you can do about it. And you kind of asked the question, like, why can't we just shoot a laser at it? Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know why we can't do that. I'm sure there's a logical reason. It doesn't sound like something we could do yet. About what? Just shooting it with a laser. Oh, yeah. That's what we were talking about. How do you think that would work, like, logistically? I have no idea, to be honest with you. I think that's what everybody just assumes. Like shoot it with lasers. a laser. Yeah. But uh, jets, you could fly some jets up there and just try to fuck it up, I guess. What do you mean, though? I guess I, d- I don't understand. Fly it, up, fly it up and shoot rockets at it. You want, it to, you want them to blow it up? That's yeah. Your, okay. That's my solution. So the rocket itself is roughly 21 tons. That's not bad. Okay, so say you break it up. There's still a lot of debris that's coming down. Probably on fire. Legit. Raining hellfire. I don't know. I can't help but feel like this is Donald Trump's fault. Hey, man. The guy's guys had enough. (laughs) Well, Cade. Let's not give him the satisfaction. We're going to have to end it on that horrible note. Yeah. Any good news? What do you got plans for this weekend? What is this weekend? Mother's Day. I don't know. I got we 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 wanted to go to this restaurant here called Los Poblanos, right? You said you had the hookup. Mm, I did. Couldn't get a reservation. I know. I know. You didn't. I. It's okay. I appreciate you saying that, but I, I wasn't like holding out hope. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't say like I knew. I said it just because I wanted to you say. Said, it. Dude, I can hit the guy up. Tell him my boy needs a table for three. Um, yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. We were planning on initially going to the lake this weekend, but we kind of have to change our plans, obviously, for Mother's Day, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to uh, going to visit your mama? Yep, going to get old Roswell, CTR. Should I reconcile with my mother for Mother's Day? I think you should. Don't say that to me. <laughs> how, how would you go about it? I wouldn't. I don't have to. I don't talk to my mother um, for many reasons, but... I, I wouldn't, I got nothing to say, man. You always jokingly like tell me I should reconcile. Do you genuinely mean that or do you just say it because you know it bothers me? <laughs> I'm being serious. I wouldn't, that would be so messed up as your friend if I just jokingly was like, yeah, dude, you should totally be, be friends with your mom. Like uh, my, uh, my brother has the same issue. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're better now. I shouldn't be saying this. Shouldn't we, we shouldn't be putting this on air. I don't care. Anyway. Here, let's do a practice run. All right. I'll be uh, your mother. Anthony. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, hear me out. I know that this has been a challenging time for us in these past handful of years. But just wanted to let you know, you're my son, and I care for you. I'm rolling my eyes because she would say something just like that. That's because perfect. Because you're, you're being like cheesy, right? You're trying to be like a cheesy, inspirational thing. That's genuine. That's from the heart. I'm a fucking actor. What do you? But expect? you're acting, right? You're putting on an act. Well, I can't. That's actually how she be would. That's how she would go about it. I don't. I can't actually be it's your. It's like mother. not real, you know. Because she'll occasionally hit me up. Like we'll just get into like a huge fight, a huge argument. Mm-hmm. Stop talking for months, and then she'll hit me up like randomly and be like, "I'm thinking of you today. I hope you have a blessed day." And I don't like that shit. 
To me, I find that very disingenuous. Disingenuous. Jesus Christ, dude. It's not. I don't take your. I don't. You don't. I understand. I understand. I don't. I don't. I don't know her. It's not real. Yeah, I don't know her like like that. Like you do. I know a need. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. I I know (laughs) your mother. Like uh, we see each other, we hug, say hey, how you doing, stuff like that. That's like yeah, but yeah, I get it. Anyway, be good to your mothers if you guys are on good terms <laughs> for, for Mother's Day. Yeah. Go buy your mom something good. This, this is a very roller coaster of an airport road podcast episode. He said, let's talk about something light. Let's went to that. Um, Hey, Kate, you finished The Sopranos, man. You yeah. got to take us on that. What do you think you've been talking <laughs> about when you started initially? Uh, I started, I can't remember, last month. No, but you you talked about it on the podcast. When we, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Fucking awesome, man. It was fucking awesome. I suggest you go fucking watch it. It's a great show. Uh, great character arcs. Development. In terms of script writing, it's, it, it fills in all this commentary about uh, gay men, um, I mean, mafia dudes. Gay men? Yeah, really? yeah. There's an episode, dude. It's fucking awesome. It's such a good episode because it's the guy you least expect would be gay. And he actually has like a relationship. Is it Silvio? No, it's not Silvio. (laughs) I'm just looking at the cast. I'm trying to guess. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, here's the thing, though. Like, I'm one of those guys who watches a movie or a show and I look at how the actor is like portraying this character. And do you do that? Yeah, I'm very huge into like how um, like film is or how how people act stuff out for sure. Yeah, and this episode it was probably one of my favorite episodes. But how these two actors who I knew were straight men, I mean, they got gay, dude. But that's fuck. That's like awesome, man. <laughs> like they committed. Is that what they you're committed to, say? to the role? Like they committed, and they're totally <laughs> two different like guys. Point them out to me. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for you. I'm, I probably won't watch it, but go ahead and let me see if I can guess. Because I have two guesses. That person. It wasn't one of them. What about the other yeah. one? Uh, yeah. Let me try to guess it. He's not in there because he was only in two episodes. Oh. Yeah. Is, is Steve Buscemi in there pretty frequently? He's in for one season. Hmm. He actually plays a really good character. I am a huge Steve Buscemi guy. But the guy that played the main guy, mm-hmm. Soprano, right? What's his name? Oh, the main uh, character, Tony? James Goldafini. Yeah. What's the main uh, character's oh, name? Is it Tony Tony Soprano, Soprano yeah. Um, did this guy ever go on to do anything else? Oh, he passed away. Yeah, he's dead. So his son, he has a son that looks oh, pretty horrible. he looks he has a son that looks very similar to him. So they're gonna make a movie, a prequel to Sopranos called Saints in Newark, and he's gonna be Tony Soprano. Look it up. Oh, that's kinda cool. So it's a timepiece. Now, okay. I'm going to sound ignorant. Okay. This show, The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Tony Soprano. Yeah. Is this a fictional character or is this a real person? It's a fictional character. Okay, that's what I thought. Why? Well, I don't know. I don't know. The name sounded very familiar and I was like, huh. Is so this like a documentary? Not a documentary, but like a, you know what I mean? I, I mean, didn't know. I didn't know. I don't. I mean, like you see, there's a lot of movie, movie, movies about the mafia and stuff like that. And I think they take a lot of inspiration for a lot of the crime families that happened in like the East Coast area during that time. So I'm sure they got some inspiration. 
So like Tony Soprano's family of the New Jersey chapter, they're like they're looked at from at New York like they're like small town guys, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're New they're New Jersey, they're not New York. But they actually they actually generate a lot of money and stuff like that. Because Tony Soprano, he's like the dude. Another one of my favorite episodes was when he takes peyote. Peyote, that's like a drug, right? A hallucinogenic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that <clears throat> was awesome. Peyote. Dude. I learned about that, actually. Yeah. So Interesting. Sopranos, it's an investment. The sixth season was fucking weird. It was very Lynchian. Um, it's very cut weird. Quick cuts from one to the other. Um, and especially the final scene, the infamous scene that everybody's been talking about where it cuts to black. If you don't know it already, I'm sorry. <gasps> Did you see... Oh, I got to show you something. Well, let me ask... I don't have my phone. Did you see the teaser trailer for Dexter? No, pull it it's, up, dude. It's super short, but oh my gosh. I just remember one of the very first Airport Road podcasts w- was talking about the return of Dexter. That just reminded me... You were talking about an infamous ending. And that just reminded me... This is super short. All right, dude. Peep it. So they're going to continue Dexter, huh? Doesn't get you hyped? That's so... I'm so... That was a show that I never thought was going to get, like, properly finished. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy for that because, yeah, I mean, we talked so much about how much the ending sucked. Did the ending of Sopranos suck? Because you said it was an infamous ending. Okay, so uh, the ending of Sopranos, I mean, Sopranos is such a big show. Yeah. Right? It's considered one of the greatest shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why it was such a, a, a debatable ending is because you there's an uncertainty. You don't know what actually happens to oh, Tony. I hate that. And that's what happened with Dexter. Right, you just see him in a cabin with a fucking beard, and you're like, "All right, so we know he's alive, but that's it." You, you know, you're so much investment, emotional, like you feel like you know them as a person, right? And with Tony, he's out with his family. At the end, um, there's a lot of stuff that transpired, but apparently, the New York crowd, they go out and uh, they you see this guy, a very suspicious guy. Right, and the mob likes to do this. They like to send somebody in. He goes to the bathroom. He comes out. He pops you, and then he rushes out. So this guy goes to the bathroom, and then he comes out and he comes cuts the black. And you're gonna have to YouTube it, but that's all. Everybody doesn't know what's happening. How do you feel about uh, endings like that? You know, with the Sopranos, I already saw the endings. I YouTube the ending a long time ago. You always do that. You <laughs> YouTube the ending of everything. Because everybody talked about the Sopranos. Okay, so, but anyway, how do you feel about those? Uh, about stuff that ends like that? Because I have a very strong opinion on it. I guess in this turn, in this instance, I was like already like expecting it, so I didn't feel so much of a. Yeah. And I'm fulfillment, but uh, the Dexter one, I was pissed. I remember that. See, that one, the fact that they ended it like that, it was, it was frustrating because it wasn't like, oh, shit, he's alive. That's cool. Like, or that's interesting. Like, why is he like the, the the stupid thing about it was that he was like a lumberjack. Oh yeah, it it was he was like a lumberjack. That was fitting, and it was given his. <laughs> it likes to. He likes to use chop, chop up people. Yeah. But no, I, I, I was like, it left you with like the what the hell is going on? Why is that going on? It, mm-hmm. it was a very incomprehensible um, logic for that show because like he left his kid with that Hannah chick who he like really didn't know. Um, yeah, how did a, he survive? She was know? a killer too, right? Yeah, she would poison. Yeah. She was a poisoner. Yeah. Like, how would he? Like, 
logically he probably wouldn't have survived. Mm-hmm. Even like the ending of the ba- the Dark Knight Rises. Do you remember the ending of that movie? When he flies the bomb, and then you see him in the cockpit, Batman, and you see him in the cockpit, and then like it cuts to the timer on the bomb, and the bomb blows up, and then like at the end, Alfred's in some place and he sees oh, him. Oh yeah. And it's yeah. like, wait, is he hallucinating? Did he really see him there? Because there's no way he would have gotten. I, yeah. I mean, that was debatable. Let me yeah. tell you something, though, because mm. I've been recommending the show to you. Are you going to watch Defending Jacob? Because if you will, I won't talk about it. But if not, I'm going to talk about it. Nah, go for it. Okay, so this show is about, uh, it's an amazing show. I, I recommend it. One of the best shows I've ever seen, acting-wise. Uh, it was, like, very compelling. If you're going to watch it, spoiler alert, skip, to, skip all this. So the entire show, it's about six or eight episodes, I forget, um, is about whether or not Jacob, who's who's Chris Evans' son, I forget the uh, the actor who plays Jacob, it's like this high school boy, if he killed this other kid or not, right? There's like a lot of evidence that shows that he may have done it. Um, how do I get into this? Like shortly. So a lot of people think like he did it or not. He gets found uh, or he, they arrest him for it. Um, but he goes on trial and there's like a lot of conflicting stuff. Like, did he do it? No, he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, shit, maybe he did do it. And eventually he gets off because this guy, like this pedophile guy, um, wrote a note who wrote a note saying he did it, right? That he killed the little kid cause he was in love with the kid. And then the homeless, the, the pedophile like killed himself. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's how Jacob gets off. And then you find out like Chris Evans, dad, who's also like a murderer who wasn't in his life. He's in prison, played by J.K. Simmons, awesome character. He hired some dude to to make that pedophile like confess, and then they killed the guy. And so, like, you're still wondering, like, did he, oh, you know, Jacob did he do it or not? Killed him. And then so the mom is like going crazy because she's like, I think he did it. Like, there's all this stuff. Like, yeah. <sighs> okay. Anyways, <laughs> I could get into it a lot more, but I'm yeah. gonna keep it short. So there's, you know, so she's going crazy. So she gets him in the car. And she's like driving and it's like snowing outside and she's like talking to him. She's just like, I need, you know, I don't think I'll ever know the truth if you did it or not. I need you to tell me like, I need, you need to tell me the truth. And he was like, she starts going really, really fast. And he's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I promise. And she's like, I don't believe you. Like I'm your mother and I'll always love you, but I need you to tell me you did it. And then he was like, okay, fine. I killed him. He's like, is that what you want to hear? Now, please just stop. And then she's like, I don't, you know, I'll never know. And so she swerves. There's like this huge overpass bridge and she swerves and hits the wall and like puts both herself and like the son in a coma. And that's how the show ends. Jeez. So you don't know if he ever did it or not. And and mm. the, the director came out and said, the director was like, I'm more interested in like the dynamic of it. I'm not in, so much interested in, as to whether or not he did it or not. And yeah. I... I you want that answer? It's. I watched this like two months ago, and I'm still stressed about it. Like <laughs> just talking about it brings up a lot. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah, I like. Okay, me personally, I like when directors try to take it up. Yeah, because I mean, it's like um, like movies like Pulp Fiction, right? Here's a good example. It's a totally different scenario, but when uh, John Travolta and Samuel Jackson's characters are uh, going to find this briefcase filled with what they're trying to uh, trying to obtain for their boss, they open it. You don't see what's in it, but it just glows gold, right? And Quentin Tarantino went on saying that you didn't need to know what it was. It's whatever you value most in there, 
right? What do we, we talk about how we give stuff value, right? But this is, that's exactly why I like uh, kind of the art form of what is cinema and TV is because what do you value at the end of the show? Do you value everything that has transpired in that, in that season? Uh, the acting, stuff like that. I don't know. Is this making sense? I see what I you're saying. I feel like I'm like, no, 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 no. I see exactly what you're saying. But, uh-huh. you know, because I'm, I'm a huge uh, cinema person. So are you. Uh-huh. I think we both look at them like very critically. But we have totally, totally, totally uh, polar opposite views on film. Yeah. It's I, like the director doesn't want you to seek the answer. Instead of focusing on that and obsessing on that, what they want you to do is kind of step back and realize everything that has happened. Yeah. Let me go ahead and say this. Cause I think it's in some cases, in some cases it can be done pretty well. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Some cases, if it's done, if it's done correctly, I think it could be very like powerful for uh-huh. film. But in some cases, I think it's kind of lazy. I think it's really like, I think it's kind of a cop out for directors to be like, not saying they didn't know how to end it, but be like, well, you know, we'll just, we'll leave it up for imagination. You know what I mean? And I know a lot of people feel that way about certain stuff. It's like, come on, I just invested 10 plus hours into this TV show, maybe even more like for Dexter. Like I invested that probably 70 plus hours. Like I just invested all of this time and I'm not even going to get like legitimate answer. Like, you know, you just didn't know how to end it. So you just had him being like. Because yeah. there was originally no plans for Dexter to ever get another season. It's been like eight, nine years since that show's aired on HBO. right? Yeah, eight years. Yeah, that was a grind for me. Yeah, that was it a was. Grind. It was. But I'm so stoked because they. the reason they're coming back with the show is because they knew. It got so much backlash. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, I've watched, I've watched videos like on Watch Mojo um, of like top ten worst TV show endings. And I know Sopranos has been on there. Yeah, because people don't like that. People, like I said, you invest so much time. You want you, but you it's like you more need that uh, that that, uh, that clarity. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. There's gonna be a debate between people, like, yeah. and that's why it's so like hard to do because you, you're gonna polarize. You're gonna get. You should have seen the audience. last season. Like the answer, the answer is in the seasons. What happened to him? Now, everybody doesn't know whether Tony Soprano is dead or alive. I mean, his actor is dead. May he rest in peace. So there'll never be a reboot like Dexter's going. Don't, you know, what they're doing. You'll never get to see, right? Because they'll never replace him. That's frustrating. But here's the thing. The answer is in the seasons. So it cuts the black. The music goes away. I'll have to show it to you. But as you watch it, you understand what actually really happened. There's so many uh, um, subtle like images, um, meaning behind a lot of conversations. I'll have to watch it because there's there's some instances that it's done correctly. Like I'll give you one: um, the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, like the way it ends with him in like the mental insane asylum, insane asylum, mm-hmm. and it makes you wonder: like, was any of that? Did any of that happen? Because we've seen instances throughout the movie of him like. Yeah, he's um, an unreliable narrator. Yes, yes, exactly. The unreliable narrator, uh, mm-hmm. whatever, you know. Yes, that, when it's done correctly, and it, like, keeps you guessing, like, the whole time, like, the whole storyline with, like, that Zazie Beats character, the girl, his neighbor, uh-huh. uh, you can see that That's playing her out. name? That's the Zazie Beats. That's the actress's name. Okay. I don't know the girl's name in the movie, in the show or movie. Um, 
But like when it's done like that, I think that could be really powerful. But sometimes, like I said, a lot of times I feel like it's just kind of cheap. Yeah, and it's funny because the guy who did the Joker did a, such a great job. Yeah, he's like he did, a horrible actor or a uh, horrible director. He did the Hangovers and he Due did, Date. He did Due Date. Yeah, and the Hangover. I didn't know he did. And he's in all know. those movies as like a cameo. Todd Phillips. Yeah. He also did that um, that horrible uh, Starsky and Hutch. Old school. I like all these movies. He did like he was dabbling into like action movies um, beforehand. Oh, before really? this, like recently, like after, in between the Joker and like the Hangover, mm-hmm. I want to say it was like that. Um, that not Hercules. What was it? It was like yeah, he he was getting a rep for like not being a good director. I he's, didn't know he he's, did. He's a good comedian director. Like he's a great comedian director. Uh, however, I didn't know he did do that. I love that movie. He he doesn't. Uh, he said he'll never make another comedy piece because he can't make comedy uh, in a PC environment. <laughs> did he say that? Yes. Of course he did. Look up the quote. What am I thinking of? What movie? You know, I'm thinking of a different. I'm thinking of a different director because he he did that War Dogs movie. No, I I guess I'm thinking of somebody else. Who am I referencing? There's a there, never mind. There's a director who did something kind of similar. Right, like a really good movie after a couple of shitty movies. Um, if he's he's directing this Hulk Hogan biopic, biopic, however you want to pronounce it, have you heard about that? Who's, who's um, the leading guy? Who would you? Because uh, I think this is perfect. Who who would you have play Hulk Hogan, young Hulk Hogan? I don't know. It's um Chris Hemsworth. Really? Yeah. You know you're gonna hate me for saying this, but I think Logan Paul. Or not, not an actor. Come on, dude. The oldest one. Is that yeah, Logan? Logan Paul. Come on. I'm glad you didn't answer that. He's <laughs> not an actor, though. He's a douche. Yeah, that, that he, he is. He plays a, a good yes. douche, right? He doesn't play a douche. He is a douche. That's what I'm saying, though. He could be one. Look, I got tie casted one time. As what? As <clears> an <throat> asshole. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> By who? Remember mm-hmm. that one audition? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I always get typecasted as, like, the Mexican. <laughs> 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 it happens. Um, dude, that movie's going to bother me now. Anyway. It was, um, the, what's the legend of the sword? King Arthur? King Arthur. Who directed Mer- this movie? It's going to bother me. Merlin. No, it was King Arthur. It came out in 2017, directed by Guy Ritchie. That's who I'm thinking of. And then he directed like a really good movie recently. Anyways, I could sit here and talk about movies all day. That's yeah. why we're going to start our movie podcast. Jacob actually came up with a name. It's going to be called the Coral Drive Podcast. Coral Road Podcast. No, Coral Drive. Because it's not going to be too similar to the airport road. The Coral Drive is a street next to uh, Universal Studios. Mm. Pretty cool, huh? I'll give 100% credit to... You know, there is also a Sopranos podcast, too, called Talking Sopranos with Michael Imperioli and Bobby Baklava, or Bacala. I can't remember. Uh, Michael Imperioli plays Christopher Maltesanti on Sopranos, and uh, I don't know the actor's name, but Bobby Baklava. Baklava? (laughs) No, it's not Baklava. (laughs) He is his, his person, the actor, is on it. I know we're getting towards the end. We should cut it. But let me tell you something. I, and I want to end on this because I feel very strong about this. I absolutely hate mafia pieces. Yeah, me and you are completely different, dude. 
All right, guys. Well, thank you for watching. <laughs> you don't want to go down this a little bit further? All right, let's talk about it. I've only seen like one mafia movie that I ever liked. Was it The Irishman? Yes. And mm. let me even tell you this. I didn't even finish that movie because it was too damn long. I, just, I like Robert De Niro. Mm -hmm. I love Joe Pesci. But when it's like when they're, you know, they're, they're, they're smooth talking and whatnot, I can't get into that. I can't follow that stuff. And that's not like a, it's not like a, um, like a racial thing or, or a, a prejudice thing or yeah, whatever you want to call it. It's not. I think it's it not. Is. You should take it there. <laughs> uh, you want me to go there? Because I got some stuff to say. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. But I, I just, I, I don't know why. Why do you find mafia pieces so intriguing? Because to me, mm -hmm. let me hear you say, why do you find them so intriguing? Um, well, uh, first off, I think I'm more of a fan of time pieces. Yeah, okay, and I'm yeah. not. Yeah, so uh, growing up watching The Godfather and Godfather 2, oh, dude, classic. There's a lot of character development in Never those movies. Them. It's amazing. Um, and then, you know, Scorsese. You like Wolf of Wall Street. Love That's Wolf a timepiece. No, it's not. That's a timepiece. How so? Because it, it was set in the 1980s. Okay, okay. Time pieces so I are like when time they pieces to a certain point. When it gets too far back, I get I get taken out of it. Okay. You know um, what I mean? Yeah, but Scorsese, I mean, he did uh I mean, uh, Robert De Niro is a great actor. He's mm -hmm. a majority of uh Scorsese's films, but he did Goodfellas, right? He did Who, Taxi Driver, whatever it's called. Taxi, Taxi Driver was great, but it's not Mafia. He did <laughs> Raging Bull. But it is a, it was a Scorsese one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, um, Goodfellas. And Robert De Niro is not even the lead. It's Ray Liotta. And Ray Liotta's, uh, I can't stand in it as an actor, but he's great in that. And Joe Pesci's in it as well. Is Al Pacino in it? Uh, no. But that's another good movie, Donnie Brasco. Johnny Depp is the, the lead. He's an S FBI informant who penetrates a, uh, not literally, figuratively, <laughs> a mafia crime family, and he gets brought in by Al Pacino. So I I will I will say this I haven't mm. seen a lot of mafia movies, uh -huh. but there's a reason because I just don't like them. Mm -hmm. I find them all very very similar, like redundant. Yes, like just a bunch of like killing. If you could tell me the story of every single one of those movies you just listed. Yeah, and to me they'd probably all kind of be very very similar. Well, Donnie Brasco and Goodfellas are all based off true stories. Um, and so is The Irishman, and that you know yeah. the, the main reason I wanted to watch The Irishman. Was because, um, I mean, it was like Joe Pesci's return kind of thing, right? He hadn't been in a movie in forever. Yeah, and he was even like they both get they both got really tired of being mafia yeah. characters. And uh, my mother in law, she works for Teamsters, and that movie's you know based off of Teamsters and Jimmy Hoffa and all yeah. that stuff. So she wanted to watch it, so we watched it together. Um, that was probably if if it were up to me, I wouldn't have watched it on my own. And mm -hmm. I again, I enjoyed that movie. Um, I like. And and we're totally different. I absolutely love like the the technical side of movies, like where we're at today, like the de aging that happened in that movie. Mm -hmm. I like stuff like that. Mm. You know what I mean? I thought it took me out of it a little bit because Robert De Niro looked like he was like thirty, but he was walking the same. You know, oh, walking yeah. like an old man. But <laughs> and you know, I like I like I like um, I like like visual effects, like CGI effects. You know what I mean? I know mm. you you're, you could probably take them or leave them, yeah. right? I like stuff like that. I think that's where film's at today. Mm. I, I I enjoy like that part of film. Um, 
one thing too is that uh, I just lost my. I thought someone was gonna come into the studio. I just lost my train of thought. One thing. I said I like visual effects. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So there wasn't much vi- visual effects, but um, last night I watched this great movie, and it's called Martyrs, and it was a French horror film, and it was horror. F- horror. 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 Not whores. No. French horror film. Uh, I can see that. <laughs> Dude, it was freaking terrifying. It was an indie film in 2008. had a bu- budget of like $1.5 Did terrible at the box office. But it's like a, it's a, a cult classic now. I feel like the... Because the, we're both huge horror movie film... Or horror movie enthusiasts. Uh-huh. The horror movies that do... Horror, I guess. We messed that uh-huh. up. Um, the horror movies that do best in my opinion, that are the best are the ones that are made with like no budget because you got people who like know who understand like how to use, um, how to kind of use what they got. You know Mm. what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise you're going to get a movie like, and there's exceptions, obviously like the conjuring movies that have huge budgets. I freaking love those. I love the conjuring. Um, La Llorona. La Llorona. Horrible. The nun. Horrible. The nun was terrible. Terrible. The nun in, in itself is a terrifying uh, being, but the movie was so bad. It had potential, man. It was disappointing because, yeah, I agree. I, I think it had a lot of potential for... Like, the nun in Conjuring 2 was... I was scared, dude. Yeah, like, like the, oh, I love the part where she, you just see the shadow going yeah. to the pain. Oh, yeah. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. That was a great... Conjuring 2 was great. It's so hard to follow up with the good first movie. Conjuring 2 is amazing. And now we got Conjuring 3 coming out soon. Yeah. The, g- from the guy who directed La Llorona. So. That is the. Yeah. Was it the James thing. Wong who did the first two? Wong. Wong? Yeah. W A N. My bad. <laughs> um, James Wong directed the first one. I think, mm. And then he's had, like, you know, um, he's been a producer on all of them. Okay. But I, I don't think he's directed. I, none of the movies in the Conjuring universe, mm-hmm. which is like all three Annabelle movies, now all three Conjuring movies, La Llorona, The Nun, I think there's another one. The, all different directors, which kind of makes the continuity. That's like why they're different. But James Wan has been like a producer on all of them. Mm-hmm. And he kind of started. He's the guy who did Saw. Saw 1. Yeah. Aquaman. I still can't believe he did Aquaman. That's actually a visually stunning movie. Mm. It's a good movie. But... um. Again, I could talk about it forever, yeah. man. We'll we'll save it for the Coral Drive podcast coming soon. TBD. Another podcast coming from Lantanique. Yep. Yeah, make sure to check it out. Yep. Why'd you say it like that? What do you mean? Like what? You know what you said. Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> okay. We'll talk off camera. Hey, <laughs> and in the meantime, you know, check out that Evan Apparel Summer line coming around the corner i need to buy a shirt from them dude yeah i hope they have my size yeah what are you hoping to see from our avid apparel i'm cool with just getting whatever <laughs> you know yeah. anything anything yeah. i want to see anything stuffs are flying off the shelves and in the meantime do what you gotta do subscribe like newsletter yada yada all that good stuff check us out on spotify apple podcast google podcast youtube the la tonique website ABQ, tell ABQ website, mm-hmm. but tell ABQ podcast probably won't listen to this podcast on there because we cuss a little too much. But check it out regardless, man. Some good stuff on there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, later. Peace. <laughs>